Hi, welcome to another PSD cast from Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Alex Palt, and today I've got Mark Moffat. He's the Director of Power Management over at Peregrine Semiconductor, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, wideband gap semiconductors. Isn't that right, Mark? Welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Alex. Thanks for having me along. Well, I, I'm really glad to have you on board because everybody's talking about them, and we've finally gotten to a point in the discussion where it's no longer just gee whiz wide band gap, and what's the difference between uh, silicon carbide and gallium nitride? Now the conversation has matured to the point where, all right, is it RF GAN? Is it power GAN? Is it about the switching frequencies. They're, they're, now we're starting to talk about the nitty-gritty, the hows and the whys and the whats and the, you know, where the rubber meets the road. And so I'm really glad to have a company like Peregrine on board because, well, you've been a leader in the space for a while in the RF, right? Exactly right, yes. I mean, we've probably been dealing with RF for over 20 years now. So we, and we're very well known in that RF space. Um, and what we're well known for is really our technology. Um, you know, we've come from a background of SOI technology. In the early days, it was silicon on sapphire. Today, it's silicon on insulator. And it's like, um, you know, if you think about GAN as being, so GAN to MOSFETs today, it's, you know, the latest technology, faster switching, higher power density. You could think the same way almost of SOI compared to, you know, your old, your grandma's BCD or, or old-fashioned or old fashioned silicon process. So, you know, we, we think our technology brings an edge to the, to the you know, which we've, honed, if you like, in the RF community, in the RF products, and now we can bring that to power products. And you know, I think there's a there's a really an increasing need for these kind of products that we're developing now. Right now, in the, now when we're talking about um, power semiconductors, there's power management, you know, the IGBTs and such, the direct power switching, and then there's managing, switching the switches, as it were, the drivers and the infrastructure. What side of the board is Peregrine now uh, developing product? Yeah, that's exactly right, Alex. So, you know, what we've been talking about, I mean, the conversation up till now has been really focused on the power semiconductors. So, you know, gallium, right. gallium nitride, gallium silicon, silicon carbide, etc. And, you know, what everyone's looking for is the reason we're developing these power devices or, or you know, our partners are developing these power devices. It's all about power density, right? So we want to make power supply smaller. The, the world is demanding smaller power supplies or more power from the same size power supply. It's all about power density. And so we have these now higher switching frequency um, wide band gap devices. What we don't have is anything else to, that goes around that. We don't have the, um, the management ICs. We don't have the drivers. The magnetics are taking time to catch up as well. So we kind of have, you know, we have part of the, the solution to the problem. And um, you know, what we're doing at Peregrine is, is okay, we're partnering now with the powered device guys, and we're saying, well, how can we bring our technology to start solving some of the other problems? And, and you know, where we're starting today is the driver chip that goes with that gallium nitride device. You know, so up till today, you, know, you can see, I mean, there are power device, there are driver devices that maybe go up to five megahertz, something like that, which you know, up till now has been fairly cutting edge for a MOSFET type mm -hmm. power device. So what we're talking about today is our uh, PE29100 device, which we, we, we just launched. And um, you know, this, this is a driver design that we've um, 
yeah, we've developed in partnership with the power device guys, and it's designed to drive these devices at much higher speeds. So we're talking about up to 33 megahertz and, and beyond. You know, so we're talking now in the tens of megahertz. So it's nearly an order of magnitude higher than what's been commercially available up till now. So we, we think it's a very exciting development. No, I agree with you completely, Mark, because, well, as you pointed out, um, something that my audience is almost probably tired of me saying is packaging is one of the most challenging things, but it's related the fact that the passives, everything surrounding that brand new shiny FET wide band gap device, everything else has to be upgraded in the chain or it's useless. It's exactly right. And in fact, it's, it's harder than that because you know, what we're moving towards now is almost more like RF design techniques where parasitics, you know, parasitics has always been important in terms of, you know, we, we think about resistances in, in power. But when you talk about RF, so really what we're thinking about now is um, path inductance, stray capacitance. You know, when, you've, when you've got a power device with such low gate capacitance, any extra capacitance is you know, really hindering your performance. If you've got... Um, too much um, stray inductance between the gate driver and the gate of your power device, then you start to get ringing, you get overshoot, you, you start to stress the power device, which you don't want to do. And, so, and, and if, you, if you attack that problem in the wrong way, so okay, you can attach gate resistors, you know, try and cure that ringing, but what you're doing there is just taking away the efficiency gains that you've, that you've worked so hard to get through the technology. So it's really important that when we design these systems, we design them together. And I think you know, and, and I talked about you know, the, the interface between the, the gate driver and the power device. And you know, what, what our gate driver is, so we don't have any, we don't have actually any package around it. There's no plastic package to this device. It's, it's purely a flip chip type device, which is, again, what we're starting to see from some of the more advanced GAN vendors, such as EPC. You know, that they I was just about to mention. Part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, if I may interrupt, Mark, I'm sorry. Just a, Alex Lito yeah, flashed on yeah. me as soon as I heard bear, bear die flip chip. I, I knew yeah. EPC was going to be mentioned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we've been working pretty closely with EPC on this product, so maybe it's no surprise. But yeah, so you can see where where we're going is, you know, maybe. The, the design requirements now are such that there's going to be a lot more value to maybe buying a, you know, maybe our customers all want to buy, you know, a product that combines the power device and the driver and that interface has been optimized because, you know, so much of the trade-offs are in that interface and if you could buy a module that had both those components in as well as your passives, etc. in there, then, you know, there's a lot more value out to that than there was in the past when you would buy, you know, bits from various manufacturers and put them together yourself, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, well, and it, it, it's it, it's such a beautiful time to be in power engineering. I mean, it's in some ways fascinating, some ways terrifying, but in all ways there's possibilities and potentials everywhere you look. And looking at devices like this, I know that there are engineers in our audience who are already thinking of what the heck they can do with something that switches that quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, again, we've been working with EPC a little bit on this, but. Um, you know, so many applications, you know, just, not just DC to DC converters or maybe um, you know, synchronous rectifiers on AC-DC. We're also looking at you know, Class D audio amplifiers, LiDAR, you know, so many different applications where you could use a fast-switching power transistor, and we're working on all of those. And, um, you know, and, and I agree with you, it's a very exciting time. The other exciting thing for us, I mean, um, I don't know if the listeners know, but you know, we were acquired by Murata uh, about 18 months ago, and... Um, 
I think everyone knows who Murata are, and uh, uh, yes. for us, yeah, we were kind of a kind of a smallish niche RF company, and now as part of Murata, we've got access to all this really cool technology. And you know, Murata are well known for their capacitors, and you know, and and what we're doing now within with um, magnetics and inductors, and what we can do for module products. I mean, you know, the possibilities are endless, and it's um, yeah, it's well, you know, a really exciting time. It is an extra, incredibly exciting time. And, Mark, I'm going to ask you what I ask all of my like band gap semiconductor friends. Um, I, I, everyone's making these very nice audio amplifier designs that are very efficient and inexpensive and low bomb. Um, why doesn't someone just simply take these new devices and make the best, I mean literally best, amplifier they could get their hand, you know, that they can make, uh, you know, uh, 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 pure class A up until the point where you need to then start switching and then some of the best quietest devices for switching and then have this amplifier that you could do everything from play headphones to weld two trucks together <laughs> I love it that's a great idea <laughs> I don't know why and, and it would be a great and it would be a great product demo it would be super so, 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 and, and, and I'll tell you what if we do it I'll take a video and put it on the website <laughs> well, you'd have to have a, a good audio part of it as well, so you'd have to have as good quality in the audio as you do in the video. There you go, Mark. But no, oh, it, but it, it, we are we are in great times, and I'm looking very much forward to seeing what people can do with devices like that. Now, is this the um, obviously it's the first of, a, of of more product, but are there going to be more products within this family? Is this going to be offered in various flavors, or is it, or are you just going to continue just coming out with new iterations as you develop the technology? Um, yeah, So. You know, there's, there's, I'm not sure how much I can say, right? This is the first. This is the first in a product line for sure. Yeah. So this is a. Um, yeah. So it's designed for for driving a bridge. So you've got high side, low side driver. Um, the high side. Yeah. You know, we can go up to 80 volts. Um, we can switch at 33 megahertz. It's got eight nanoseconds propagation delay. You know, it's a really fast device. We're looking at like one nanosecond rise and fall times into you know, with hundreds mm -hmm. of of load on there. We're also, you know, we've, we've tried to solve other problems as well. So what's key in the design of these switching converters is the dead time. So you don't want both switches turned on at the same time, of course, because it, it blows the switches out. But also you don't want too much dead time because that's, you know, it's, uh, that hits efficiency. And so you know, what, mm -hmm. what other FET drivers have in the past is they have some kind of automatic dead time. But the problem with that is the reaction time is too slow. Um, it always means there's too much dead time so, so what we've done is allowed the designer to set their own dead time according to the what their circuit is or what power devices they're using so that's that's the, this is the first part and we're really excited about it but so what we're looking at now is okay single fat drivers quad drivers and you can see um you know, a whole product family coming from there. Um, we're looking at how to get to higher voltage, how to get to 600 volts. That'll be next as well. And then, you know, you could think of various other ways, you know, adding controllers. I mean, there's lots of other things we can do because at the end of the day, mm -hmm. CMOS, it's a silicon process. So it's really, it's standard CMOS that can hold off high voltage but switch at high frequency. So we can do everything that the um, the the, the standard silicon guys can do, but we can do it much faster, and, and that's key. So, so yeah, we're looking at how do we solve all the rest of the problems in the in the system with this with this family of devices. Well, and, and that's really good to hear because, uh, as my audience knows, I'm always commending companies that are adding more tools to their toolbox because um, the pressure on power density, the pressure on efficiency, the pressure on every aspect of the design is literally sitting on the designer's shoulders now 
and the skill sets and the technology, core technologies that they're being asked to use are really, really at the edges of their expertise. So what kind of support do you offer to give these engineers that leg up to make sure that they're implementing your solutions properly? Yeah, that's a really good question. So what we've done is we've worked together with EPC to provide uh, an evaluation kit for this part. So what we've done is we've oh, optimized the layout between the driver. And so you, know, you, you can go ahead and, and acquire the, the EVK from us or from EPC, and, um, and it's got the, you know, the, the 29100 driver driving an EPC 8000 and you know, a pair of EPC 8009 power devices. Um, and and you, know, you can take that EVK and, and, and see if you can make it work in your application. So, so at least we've optimized that interface between the driver and the fetch, and, that, and that's really the key thing. Because you're exactly right. I mean, if you, you have to get every bit working right, and if you, if you miss one bit, you're throwing away all the efficiency gains you've worked so hard to get. So we've, we've worked hard on that. Um, and, you know, that comes with... Um, evaluation user guide as well and then we've got our usual peregrine support capability and then sales channel so that you know there's, there's the usual support mechanisms and uh, excellent and where do they go to get more info um, oh i'm sorry you're about to say keep no please if you had more to if you had more to add please add it no please so um yeah so go to www.psemi that's p-s-e-m-i.com our website and, um, and look at the power management products there. And actually, what I was going to add is there's a, there's a very cool video there as well, which kind of explains a bit more about what we're doing and, and, and what this site is. But then you'll also find all the collateral data sheets um, and, and everything you need to, uh, to, to use PE29100 and to help it get the best from your design. Excellent. Hey, Mark, thank you so much. Now, but before I let you go, one of the things I always do on my show is to give my guest the last word. Uh, so it could be a little bit more about the product or something about the company or just a tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. Okay. Um, yeah, so I just um, want well, to say, yeah, please go ahead to take a look at PE29100. Um, we think it's kind of a game changer. It's certainly a breakthrough device. Um, I'd like you to sort of take a look, think how you could use it in your designs. Um, it is optimized to work with um, enhancement mode GAN FET power devices, but it can also work with other type of GAN power devices. And, um, you know, we think it's uh, the fact that we can now switch into the tens of megahertz up to 33 megahertz, I think is really very different. And you know, I think Alex told me when he first you know, saw the first results. You know, we were measuring the device for the first time, and he said, "Wow! Now, for the first time, now we have a driver that works as well as the GAN devices." And uh, and you know, up till now, the GAN devices have worked so well, but there's been no support. And now, for the first time, you know, they have a driver that works as well as their devices do. So, I think it's a it's a pretty great product. Exactly. Well, you know, again, the, the, the chain and the weakest link thing, or another good analogy uh, is if you had uh, a beautiful car with a tremendously powerful engine and you even went through the trouble to put in phenomenal tires, and then, but you forgot that the transmission can't handle the torque and then you wonder why there are pieces of metal on the street. Exactly right. That's a very good, very good simile. Yes, I agree. You know, and... and, and uh, a FET's only as good as its driver, no matter how phenomenal the FET is, it's only going to work as well as it's told. Yep, yep. And then, again, you need good magnetics as well and good controllers, and, yeah, and you have to design them well. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a real challenge for everyone. Excellent. Well, hey, Mark, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm really glad to have you. And in a space like this, I know you're going to have some news downstream, so I'm looking forward to seeing you come back and tell us about some more products and more advances in the space, Okay. 
Thank you very much. I've had fun. It's been great. Oh, the pleasure is mine so much. I love doing this. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paltz for Power Systems Design. Have a great day.